0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us and I am so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking today at the missing years in the Jewish calendar. We've known for a long time, you probably have too, that there are differences in the Jewish calendar and the calendar that uh, is traditionally used. So let's get started. Let's dive in again. Thanks for being here. Please leave us a five-star review. And subscribe. Join us daily. Give us a list on uh, your favorite podcast. Um, we're just going to look at Wikipedia, it just gives a little brief description, but it's a good description. The missing years in the Hebrew calendar refers to chronological discrepancy between the rabbinic dating for the destruction of the first temple in 422 BC or 3338 Anno Monday, that's from the creation of the world and the academic dating of 587 BC. So here's some of the issues we're looking at. The academic dating in question are confirmed by a variety of Persian, Babylonian, Greek sources, which include records of datable astronomical observances, such as eclipses. I'll tell you, eclipses are one of the big deals that lead me, among many things, not to believe in the flat earth. There's I'm shocked at the number of people that do believe flat earth and I guess I don't have anything at all against them, love them, but I'm like, well, how do these eclipses come? But we won't go into all that. All right, so (laughs) getting back to the issue at hand, the siege of Jerusalem, 597 BC, both the Babylonian Chronicles and the Bible indicate that Nebuchadnezzar captured Jerusalem. The Babylonian Chronicles, as published by Donald Weissman in 1956, established that Nebuchadnezzar captured Jerusalem the first time, the 2nd of Adar, March 16th, 597 B.C., before Weissman's publication, E.R. Teal had determined that the biblical text that Nebuchadnezzar's initial capture of Jerusalem occurred in the spring of 597 B.C., that would match. While other scholars, including W.F. Albright, William Fox, well, more frequently dated the event to 598 B.C., but you can see it's very close. Teal the... Numbers of the uh, Hebrew King, extremely good book. I would go more with Floyd Nolan Jones and uh, Reese's updated chronology and James Usher, but Teals is really good. Extremely. And you can still, I was on CBD the other day, Christian Book Distributors, and saw that it was still there. So, uh, the second siege and destruction of the first temple. According to the Bible, Nebuchadnezzar installed Zedekiah as king after his first siege. and Zedekiah ruled for 11 years before the second siege resulted in the end of his kingdom. Although there's no dispute that Jerusalem fell the second time in the summer month of Tammuz, Albright dates the end of Zedekiah's reign, the fall of Jerusalem to 587 BC, whereas teal offers 586. 586 is the most frequently given. A lot of people say 588, though. Teal's reckoning is based on the presentation of Zedekiah's reign on an accession basis, which was used for most but not all the kings of Judah. In that case, the year that Zedekiah came to the throne would have been the first partial year. His first full year would have been 597 to 596 B.C. And his 11th year, the year Jerusalem fell, would be 587 to 586 B.C. Since Judah's regnal years were counted from Tishrei in autumn, this would place the end of his reign and the capture of Jerusalem in the summer of 586. So if you get into biblical chronology, which I like biblical chronology, I guess because I just grew up liking numbers, the regnal year being in Tishrei in autumn is very significant. Okay, so here's the dating in traditional Jewish sources, a variety of rabbinic sources state that the second temple stood for 420 years. So in traditional Jewish calculations based on the cedar alum Rabbah, and you can still get the cedar alum, I think I I have it, as a matter of fact. I think Johnson, Ken Johnson has a thing of it. The destruction of the second temple fell in the year 68 of the Common Era, implying, and that would be A.D., implying that it was built in about 352 BC. Adding 70 years between the destruction of the first temple and the construction of the second temple, it follows that the first temple was destroyed in 422 BC. While acceptance of this chronology was widespread among ancient rabbis, it was not universal. Perkade the Rabbi Eleazar, Midrash Lakashtav, and numerous Arishonim disagree with the chronology of Cedar Elim Raba. So Arishonim, uh, were the leading rabbis in Poskim who lived approximately from the 11th to 15th century in the era before the writing of the Shulchan Atuch. and in uh, following the Jerome 589 to 1038 AD rabbinic scholar subsequent of the Shulchan Aruch. make sure my eyes are reading that right Arukh are generally known as Akaronim, the latter ones. Akaronim. Okay, so that's what that is. A lot of neat stuff there. Um, So here's the details uh, of this. The traditional Jewish date recognized by the rabbis as the year of destruction is approximately 165 years later than the accepted year of 587 or 586 B.C. So this is referred to as the missing years, 165 years According to the Talmud and Cedar Alam Rabbah, the second temple stood for 420 years. With the years divided up as follows, 103 years of Herod's dynasty, 103 years of the Hasmonean dynasty, 180 years of the Grecian rule over Israel, and 34 years Persian rule while the second temple stood, not including additional years of Persian rule before the temple's construction. So uh and they would say their in the destruction of the temples in sixty-eight AD instead of seventy AD. So it looks like they're missing the years of uh Persian and Babylonian captivity here. The date of three hundred eighteen BC for the conquest Greek of Persia is evident from the Talmud, which implies that the Greek rule began six years before the beginning of the Seleucid era of 312 to 311 B.C. Note in that in academic chronology, Alexander conquered the Persian Empire between 334 and 330 B.C. Seventy years passed between the destruction of the first temple and the building of the second temple in the uh, 71st year. So this construction of the second temple in 352 B.C. implied the first temple was destroyed. 423. This would have been Nehemiah, Ezra's time. That time period, and then some of the prophets like Haggai, Zechariah. Similarly, Migalet Antiochus implies that the second temple was built in 352 BC and that thus the first temple was destroyed in 423 uh, BC. The figure of 420 years is likely derived from the prophecy of the 70 weeks. The rabbis, this passage interpreted as referring to a period of 490 years which would pass between the destruction of the first and second temples. Seventy years between the temples plus 420 years of the second temple starting the 71st year after the destruction. Though the passage can be plausibly interpreted in other ways, and has. I'm thinking of that Scotland Yard, uh, Sir Robert Anderson. He's got a great thing on that. So, um, the missing years, <laughs> a lot there... Um, I would still at this point go with the traditional dating. I'm always open to reinterpreting data such as this to see if, you know, if there's something else that I'm missing. But God bless. Hey, thanks for being with us. And uh, we know the temple was destroyed twice. And it sure looks like a new one's going to be rebuilt according to the Bible. So hold on to your hats. Please listen to our other podcasts. Share with your friends, family, church, family, and neighbors, and whoever else you think might be interested. Maybe make a journal or notebook of things you find interesting. And just got some statistics. There are 46, 48 people that think this is their favorite podcast. So we're thankful for you guys. And I think another mm, 290 or something put us in your top five or so. So God bless. We love you. Bye-bye.